Mode operandi. The Illuminati. Liz's log. Stardate 2041.46. Recording for the archives of the Illuminati. As I watched the latest news on the monitor, my communicator projected a hologram sent from our moon base. Hello, Liz. It was William. Have you seen the news? We've got problems, I told him. I've got everything under control. David Lazarian is here with me, and from my reports, his husband Stefan is being held at the reptilian moon base. Their son Tyler has just landed on the American moon base. He will be detained. He defiantly resorted in triumph. Have you seen the news, William? Our news organizations are reporting on the disturbances and unusual exodus of people from the cities to the desert. All those natural disasters have pushed the world population to the desert. They are heading to our desert. They are heading for the healer, I informed him. Do not worry, Liz. I got everything under control. I will instruct the news organizations to focus on the positive side of things. Leave the exodus to me. The world is overpopulated with too many unbelievers anyway. But William, if a million people go missing, there's going to be investigations and a public world outcry. Liz, Liz, we are the investigators. We are the outcry. How many centuries have our ancestors been in control of this planet's populations? Trust me, Liz. And just like that, the hologram disappeared. I immediately went to the hidden room behind the statue of Nova Ordo Seclarum to communicate with our secret agent. The room was equipped with the latest technology for cloaked communications. I signaled the communications inceptor. Yes, Liz, answering the alluring Ebony Minx hologram. Evelyn, my dear, what is the status of your mission? I've got him eating out of my hands, she smiled. As long as he eats and gets fat on your deceptions, I smiled in reply. Well, Liz, it's not easy getting a hybrid reptilian to trust your every move. This reptilian, Evelyn, is part human, and that's what he's hooked on. Don't forget that, I assured her. Beep, 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 beep. Gotta go, Evelyn. My fans await me. The hologram went blank. It was the warning beep that someone had entered my chambers. I quickly left the room, locked the door, and engaged the cloaking device. Samuel was knocking at my door. I opened the door but did not let him in. Trust but verified was my motto. Yes, Samuel. He handed me two digital photograms. The man in the photos were the same except dressed differently. And, I asked, those are two different men, Liz, he informed me. One is our target, Braxton, who is the new human sensation in the desert, and the other is Tyler, who was tagged in a video on our American moon base. They're androids, I answered. Our investigation has them as both hybrids. Then they're brothers. We don't know, he replied with a bewildered facial expression. So what good are your investigations if you can't come up with a definitive explanation? Liz, he started in hesitation. Our DNA sensors track them both in secret. We aren't sure to trust its findings. The first photo is of Tyler, who is a triplet to Tyrone and Trey, sons of David and Stefan. The other photo is of Braxton, our target. Samuel, they're reptilian hybrids with manipulated genes fashioned by Francis. Why wouldn't they look alike? It doesn't work that way, Liz. Francis used underhanded techniques to track all his creations and manipulations. The DNA signatures indicate that Braxton is brother to the triplets and son to David and Stefan. All their DNAs are a total match. He left me in a daze and wondering what Francis had done. It has appeared that he was playing the reptilians and us for fools. He must have had a master plan. We were sure that the reptilians had eliminated him. I laughed to myself because if they hadn't eliminated him, we surely would have. So what has William said to all this? He doesn't know as of yet. 
I will inform him as soon as I leave here. And who else within the council do you have to report this to? No one, as of yet. I grabbed his arm to prevent him from escaping me and handed him the photos. What is the hurry, Samuel? A few days later won't matter much, unless William has a plan, I questioned him. I am not privy to the modi operandi of you and William. You two are head of the council, and I just forward all information to you. I smiled at him and gave him my stern eyes of confidence. I guess a few days later, he hesitated for a second and thought, no harm done. We smiled in unison. Liz's log, stardate 2041.47. My assistant, Ethan, and I landed our vintage 2015 Cessna at the Reptilian Human Secret Desert Airport. I heard about this joint installation. This was my first time venturing into it. One of Braxton's reptilian guards was waiting for us. We followed the androgynous hulk to a cloak cave. The instruments in his hands were used to open the cave's entranceway. The hulk led us to an underground railroad. The same hand that held gadgets were used to operate the train. We reached our destination and, like ducks in a row, were led to an elevator. Our ears started to pop, which indicated that we were quite deep below the surface. The elevator door opened into a deserted, drab-looking hallway. Midway, we stopped in front of a well-built, gorgeous man. The man looked familiar. Yes, I gasped. It was the man in the photo, Braxton. His appearance and facsimiles were kept secret since his birth or conception. His claim to fame caught us all by surprise. He was an anomaly in our attempt to create a hybrid army. I was certain that William wanted this hybrid dead. The reptilian guard nodded his head to Braxton, then cast his glare onto me. I followed suit and nodded to Braxton. Braxton nodded back and turned to walk further down the hallway. I proceeded with no problem, but my assistant was held from following us. Once inside this strange dim-lit room, Braxton faced me with a smile. Hello, Liz. I'm glad to meet one of the High Council members of the Illuminati, he greeted as he shook my hand. It felt like an exotic handshake. His palm was hot like fire, and the back of his hairy hand was cold as ice. I want you to meet someone, he said as he pulled the white curtains back in the shadows, revealing a monstrous instrumental machine. I want you to meet my mother. Isn't she beautiful? He flipped a switch, and spotlights illuminated the apparatus. Dr. Fernandez fashioned her, he continued. He said it was an exact match of his own mother. Braxton hugged the base of the machine and petted its instrumentation. Come, Liz. Come say hello to her. She won't bite, he smiled. I went along with his coddling. I had to get his confidence and keep my mind clear of my intentions. Braxton, I began. Did your granddad tell you of your father and brothers? The message took a while to sink in, and my thought waves were interrupting his quality time with his mom. That was why she brought you here to me. My granddad was keeping his clandestine mind from my probing. Your granddad is holding your father hostage on the reptilian moon base. I slowly approached him and petted his head like he was a little lost boy as he had it laid on the breast of the machine. What do you and your mom want Liz to do in order to correct this infidelity? He became pensive and then peered into my eyes. It took all the energy within me to suppress my brain from his probing. I will take care of my granddad and you will back me up with the human council. His bodyguard entered the room, and I knew it meant for me to leave with him. My mind raced with ideas of propaganda to tell the council about William's unorthodox behavior. I was in ecstasy. I laughed myself all the way home. Evelyn's Log, Stardate 2041.48
I was abruptly awakened in the void of my notifications chirping. I reached over to hug emptiness. Braxton was not there. Where was he? Thoughts of treasons began to take over my senses. Yesterday, he was absent too. The rumor ran rapid throughout the compound that an Illuminati official was secretly inspecting the place. I was in charge of organizing the castaways wanting protection from the onslaught of natural disasters that were terrorizing and displacing them. The sick and the crippled wanted to be healed by Braxton. The fallen desert colony of abductees requesting asylum from the humans in the reptilians' attempts to eliminate them. And then a priority notification from the American consulate wanting clarification of the whereabouts of missing scientists and doctors. Braxton, where are you? My brain was sending out an SOS to his brain. I was so inundated with expectations that my nerves were about to be broken. I am here, Evelyn. I heard his voice. I didn't know if it was in my head or in the darkness of the room. Then I felt a naked male body on top of me. The feel of his hairy beast told me it was Braxton. We kissed like wild animals. Our nude bodies began to spasm in unison. His bident tongue took hold of one of my erect nipples. His tongue massaged it before his hot mouth attacked my breast. His thick hairy fingers slowly entered my vagina. I couldn't breathe. He stopped all at once, and I could see his eyes beaming down on me in the shadows. How would you like to be queen of the reptilian nation, he whispered. I just laughed to myself and thought, we were making love, and he interrupted it for this. You're granted as leader of the reptilian empire, I reminded him. I could see his evenly white teeth smiling at me in the shadows. Not for long, my love, he said as his massive penis engulfed my entrails. Taj's log, stardate 2041.49. We arrived at the reptilian moon base two days ago. It took two days of recuperations for my husband, Tyler, and I to regain our senses and strength. I laid in his arms and watched his eyeballs move beyond his double eyelids. I knew he was communicating with another reptilian in this state. I knew not to wake him. I hoped that my erect cock lined up against his hairy, massive, thick legs didn't interrupt him. We escaped the human's attacks and deceit. Tyler wanted to rescue his brothers, Trey and Tyrone, on Earth, but our survival was imminent for the safety of his father, Stefan. Tyler and his triplet brothers were the product of two fathers, David the human and Stefan, the reptilian-human hybrid. Dr. Fernandez's wizardry conjured up beings that neither the humans nor the reptilians could control. We are here at his granddad's request, and the fact that his father is being held here as a hostage from the humans. The reptilians, like the humans, did not understand why his father's body and mind had been elevated to a higher place of dimension than, other than that of the reptilians, humans and hybrids operated in. We're trying to figure out his modus operandi, said his granddad, when Tyler questioned his granddad's decision to take his father hostage. I could tell in Tyler's demeanor that his granddad's answer was sufficient enough proof that the reptilians were going to eliminate his father like they had eliminated Dr. Fernandez. The reptilians' suspicious nature made them fearful of any being that could be superior to them. In an instant, Tyler was on top of me. Our room was decorated in shadows. His eyes were piercing mine, and in my head, I heard his sexy bass voice. Taj, I hacked into their AI communication system. My brainwaves were merged with their signals. My other father, David, is being held hostage at the human's moon base in Valisreta. It appears that a full-fledged, all-out solar war is brewing between the two sides. Mars is our only way to safety. The reptilians have a colony all set up there, controlled by Seth. The only info on him that has been entered in the system is that he is granddad's grandson from one of his two sons, which means that he has to be my father's half-brother. The situation is complicated, Tyler. My thoughts went into his brain. 
What are we going to do? My plan is to save my fathers from the reptilians and the humans, and we all escape to Mars. We need a ship. The plebs have a spare spaceship hidden in Merangui. We would have to go there first and steal it, he laughs. Then make a surprised attack on the humans' moon base and Mare Tranquilitatis. Get David, then take off for Mars. We deep kissed as his Biden tongue wrapped itself around my human tongue, causing my body to spasm in sexual ecstasy. But first, we would have to use reptilian deception to free my dad, echoed his voice in my heated mind. We made insatiable love and fell off to sleep in each other's arms. Tyler was my life. He owned my life. And I would have done anything to please him. It was the reptilian way. Eloy's Log Stardate 2041.50 I stood in the dark void of the conception chamber. I watched in amazement as the conceiver of immortality's belly pulsated around Granddad's ancient deteriorating reptilian body. He was over 300 years old and at the end of the reptilian life cycle. It was working. I used computation from Dr. Fernandez's notes and the human's theory of everything, then fashioned a device to regenerate his physical anatomy. The outcome was beginning to be beneficial. I saw his body transform from a decrepit old man to a man of 30. My fears began to creep their way into my being. This contraption I've constructed may give him immortality. What have I done to the universe? What have I done? That thought still haunts me to this day. Aloy, his whispers echoed throughout the chambers. I left the dark emptiness and entered into his sight of vision. Yes, I am here. Aloy, I'm on fire and I'm paralyzed. You are restrained, and the fire is the workings of the device, I replied. How is my grandson? I looked over to the holding device that was connected to the AI converter, which was also connected to the conceiver device. Stefan is doing well. He will survive the transferring of the DNA and genes, I assured him. How long will the transfer take? Another half hour, and then you will be put into a suspended animation so your complete body and mind can recuperate. Then you will eliminate him said the wrinkle-faced reptilian as he closed his eyes in his mind. I will, I paused, waiting for the affirmation that he was absolutely unconscious. Not eliminate him, Isaac.